Hello, everyone, and welcome to Coffee with Convery. I am your host, Brian Convery, and my guest today is Summer Thompson, a 2020 graduate of Western University with a business management and organizational degree with an honor specializing in accounting. Summer spent various internships across RBC sectors in both Toronto and Europe before joining full-time last May as a senior business analyst in the tech infrastructure group. During her summers at RBC, she held leadership roles with our student partner program and was also an RBC ambassador throughout her university. Summer, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Brian. I'm really grateful to be here. The student programs at RBC and the whole student experience in general really had a huge impact on my career and my life. So it's something I'm really passionate about and really believe in. So super happy to be here. Me too. I'm so excited for you to share how, uh, how your journey has been going. We'll get to that in a few minutes. So we'll start with some of those quick kind of fun, get to know summer rapid questions, um, rapid fire questions. So what is your favorite or most used emoji? Hmm, that's a good one. I think that it would probably be the cowboy hat. <laughs> I think that's a fun one that I mix in a lot. Cowboy hat. You're the first cowboy hat. I, I'm loving all the different <laughs> emojis. And as they release new ones, I guess we'll all have new ones to use, but I'd love the cowboy hat. That's cool. Yeah, new answers. <laughs> um, if you could eat one food, just one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh, this is too easy. Um, if you've never tried honey on any type of spicy salami pizza, you absolutely have to. It's the best thing ever. It'll change your life. Um, if not that, the other thing that comes to mind is I love anything truffle. Truffle. Hey, so you literally take honey and you drizzle it across the pizza. Yeah, or dip it in with and chili oil on the side. Oh, and I see what you're saying. Got it's it. Got unbelievable. It. The whole sweet and spicy thing, you have to try it. Oh, no. I didn't have breakfast. So you're making me super hungry. So I have to think <laughs> about that. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, favorite way to spend a day off? So I live in Canada. So in the summertime, that is probably anything on a boat. I could spend all day on a boat. And then in the winter, it would probably be something outdoors, like cross-country skiing again. Or if indoors, it'd be like a puzzle beside the fire. So 80-year-old and a 20-year-old body. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. No, that's great. How about, um, are you a hit the snooze button kind of person or do you wake up immediately? Oh boy. Anyone who's listening to this and know me will chuckle that you asked me that, but you know, the feeling when you wake up before your alarm and you're like, oh my goodness, like I still have another 45 minutes to sleep or whatever that is. I love that feeling. And so I simulate it every day by setting my alarms starting at least two hours before I need to get up. <laughs> yeah. I, today was one of those days. I just did not want to get out of bed. I, I think it was I don't know. You should be eager to get up and going, but you know what? Sometimes it takes a little bit of a push, right? Oh, totally. Like if I know I have to wake up at 8.30 and I and that's like the perfect time for me to get up, I'll start setting an alarm at like six. So that when I wait, when it goes off at six, I'm like, can you believe I still have two and a half more hours? <laughs> Which yeah, is all. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is an interesting question. Um, and I, I like I like hearing it, you know, different uh people that join the podcast of, you know, podcasts, their favorite uh, word, 
Um, do you have a favorite word or something that you just like the sound of it or a word that means something to you? So I wonder if people, it sounds like people went a more deep route than I was going to go. Yeah, you don't have <laughs> to go Off the top deep. of my head, but off the top of my head, I would say these days, probably Friday. Friday. That's a great word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, hey, you don't have to be deep. Friday says a lot. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> In a good way. Um, well, thank you for that. It gives obviously our listeners some insights into you and getting to know you a little bit better on a personal fun level. And now I would love for you to um, talk a little bit about, you know, your overall transition and journey through, you know, high school to post-secondary and work and and what you learned along the way. And maybe some of our listeners could could learn about from your uh, your experiences. So if you want to go a little deeper into your your background and your journey, I um, would love to hear a little bit more from you. Yeah, thank you. When I knew I was going to be on this podcast, I tried to think a little bit about some things that I would want to share with listeners. And this was certainly one of the things that came to mind. And so, so this is really great, actually. But the one thing that I think that, or at least I'll start with, that I think um, was really important to me throughout each of those little sections of the last couple of years would be to kind of cliche, but build your network less in like a professional way, I think when where that's normally used. But instead, in school for me at least, it was about surrounding myself with good people that I could unwind with, good people I could study with, prep for exams with. And then during internships and things like that, it would be surrounding myself with those people at work who could help me or ask questions or I would use as a resource. So um, that was always really important. And then like I kind of talked to you about unwind and study and things like that, I think that whole idea of balance was really important for me during school and continues to be really important to me and my mental health and work and things like that. I think that's something that plays a huge key role in my ability to get anything done. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of one piece of it. Another thing I was kind of thinking about is being organized and time management and things like that. I always felt like it was really important and this is easier said than done, but to get things done kind of as quickly as you can once you're assigned them, because try as you might, things always come up or get in the way or you fall ill, which is you know popular at university, get any of those kind of university sicknesses. So um, you don't wanna get impacted by that. And so, I always tried, or at least made the effort to, to get things done once assigned so that you kind of reduce the risk of that happening. Um, and I also found too, when, when I was busier with different things, whether it's extracurriculars or work, when I knew I was so busy, I found that I used my time that I had way more effectively than when I had scads of time. I had a much bigger tendency to waste much more of that time, um, which is like, this is actually a classic that my dad says, but the Benjamin Franklin quote, that if you want something done, ask a busy person, mm-hmm. I think it goes something like that. But I found that if I had too much time, then I would leave it until when I didn't. So that's, those are, I think, all things that have been really important in my, all of those different transitions. And Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I, 
you know, that idea that, you know, time's unlimited and I'll get to it later or I'll put it off or, and then you add into yourself and your own experiences, all the stress and other things that will come with that. And, you know, when you made that move from, um, and, and, you know, from high school to post-secondary, you know, because we're starting to see a number of high school students also following and listening into some of these journeys, you know, how, how did that feel? And then even the feeling and um, things you felt went going from, you know, now into work, um, were there, were there moments in time where that was, you know, a lot of uncertainty and what, what, what was, what was the kind of going through your mind? Oh, absolutely. Even transitioning back and forth in between being at school and then being at work in the summers and then back to school and back to work. There's so much uncertainty in between that. I changed my major and minor several times throughout that process. Not by a lot, but there were certainly swings of, I actually started in, uh, which I can speak to a little bit, but I started in kind of a duel with finance and accounting. And then after I did my first year at school, I thought, wow, is this ever a lot of similar content? Because I lost all the room for electives and things like that. And those two majors were just way too similar in that my whole day was money and math. (laughs) And so I found that I wasn't really using like a lot of the different creative sides of my brain and things like that, that it just wasn't very enriching. (laughs) And so when I had gone back to work, let's say I would do things at work that I would think, wow, I really want to study this when I go back to school, or I really like this more, or I like this less and things like that. So even throughout school, I actually tacked on a computer science minor after I had done computer, a computer role at the bank for a summer and and felt like that was a lot more me so you can learn a lot and that's that is a great thing about um either hearing the journeys of the people that you featured on here or or doing those work placements or co-ops that you're able to take those learnings from both realms and and kind of experience experience that yeah it's interesting how the work environment um also led to or influenced you in thinking about advanced education around some of the things you were learning on the job and becoming passionate about and i think that's such a big piece of it can you talk a little bit about your europe journey i I think that's interesting and you know picking up working in other countries you obviously you know cultures and and ways of uh working and also just thoughts right diversity of thought how did that all Yeah, absolutely. So I, I'm trying to count here. I think it was maybe my third summer. I had got an opportunity to go to Europe with the technology group from, I had an amazing boss who really helped me achieve that. And so, so in that, I, that was one, certainly one of the most critical if not the most critical summer to my path and career leading up to full-time where I am now Mm -hmm. for a couple of reasons one is over there because of the nature of the group and things like that I had to take on 
a little bit more from a bigger area. And so it felt startups the wrong way to put it, but you hear that people in startups are able to see a little bit more breadth of things, um, grabbing little pieces of work from different areas rather than going super deep in one area. Yeah. So that was one thing that I took from it. And then in terms of the culture and things like that, back to the balance piece, I found Europe was a little bit better. So to be a little bit more specific, <laughs> I worked in Luxembourg, France, and well, Luxembourg, Paris, and London. And so wow. London being a little bit more similar to us, but Luxembourg and France definitely being, you know, I will say they have the upper hand on us in terms of balance and prioritizing that. So that was a really amazing thing that I saw and have tried to take back in my life with me, but yeah. Oh, that's great. That's some um, definite, definite um, skill building too, right? And your overall experiences and adds to your everyday and probably to your thought process as you've gone through those different experiences. Oh, you know absolutely. Think? Even just yeah. from independence to RBC in Canada was such a huge organization for me to fall on. If I ever needed resources or someone to talk to, there was always so many people, but we do have a bit of a smaller presence over there. So it was a little bit more of, okay, I need to find the resources for myself in a sense, a little bit more like they do a, they do a great job of, of applying the same, the same resources over there, but it was just the independence of even living by myself over there and speaking another language and, um, and, you know, just need, needing some things at work. It certainly, the, though some of those barriers were really interesting to explore and, you know, certainly like able to overcome, um, with the support of my team and everything like that, but taught me a lot. Yeah. What's some great life, life lessons and life experiences as you think about those experiences and, you know, some of those things you've accumulated out of the classroom. Um, I always like to ask if there's anything that you think reflecting back on your education, whether it's high school or university or college, but is there something you feel that should be taught or talked about more in school um, that that isn't right now? For sure. <laughs> um, I think a lot of people who have jumped into the corporate world must have somewhat similar answers. And I've listened to some of your other um, episodes on this podcast, and I do have the same outlook as some of the other guests that have been featured yeah. on this around financial literacy in both high school and university. I think is really important. And I actually kind of can't believe that this, I feel like people have been saying this for years and we're, we're still not really there. I did have the option of taking something sort of along those lines as an elective in university, but I certainly am of the belief that that should be a mandatory course that's taken in high school called, you know, life skills mm -hmm. of, of how to, deal with a lot of your own um, finances, taxes, all that kind of stuff, just getting the basics. There's I'm 20, I was gonna say 23, but I'm almost 23. And seeing a lot of my friends and me kind of go through that, there's a lot of things that I wish we knew. And it's not unique to, to just a couple people, like we all need that. And so I think that's something they should definitely teach us younger. The other one that comes to mind too is, like I said, people who had come into a corporate world after high school or university. And although they teach, I'm just thinking about how, how to say this, but although they teach you know, English and speech sometimes and things like that in school, I think there's a lot to be said about how to, 
communicate effectively, not in such an essay kind of abstract way and instead like a really clear how to get your message across or influence people to do what you would like them to do um, in how they kind of do it in in a work setting or a business setting, like how to construct an email and get your point across through that medium. Um, and you hear now about, you know, the grabber and call to action. I think those are things that would have been really beneficial to have been taught a little bit younger because yeah. they're kind of things that everyone needs to pick up on the fly. And if everyone's going to pick them up on the fly, then we should probably have a structured way of, of delivering that information to students. I love that insight. What a, yeah, I, financial literacy 100% down. Like, I hope some of the academia folks that listen in or maybe I'll share some of that feedback with, because, you know, even going to Europe, you, you mean, you got to know how to budget, you got to know what you're doing. <laughs> it's, right? yeah. And then the communication piece, to your point, it's so, it's very interesting. Yeah, I, I totally nodding my head as you're talking about that. It's, 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 it's super important um to know how to you know even when we ask you in an interview like how are your communications goals well if you're new to the business environment what they might be thinking is different than the communication class you took um where you exactly. got grades but exactly. you know i think that i love that one i think we need to do well maybe in our next coffee chat you and i can talk about how we dig deeper on that one because i think yeah. there's something there <laughs> um you know I always like to also get a little personal now with with the guest and you know uh, part of um why this podcast um was a passion project for me was because all these students that have shared um quite transparently and open about some of the things you've already shared and how others can learn from that other students high school students even parents um but do you is there something maybe in your journey and um personal perspective, something that you had as a challenge or something that you dealt with or dealing with and how you may have been able to overcome that? Yeah, yeah, this is a, I think that's a really good question. I think at least what I'll answer for now, I'm sure, I'm yeah. sure there's been many <laughs> in my life, but there's already a few that come to mind, but one that I think might be hopefully beneficial for anyone listening was about actually starting work remotely, which is kind of near and dear to all of our hearts, I think right now. But I like, like Brian had mentioned, I started full time, all my previous internships and all the things like that had obviously all been in person. And then I started full time this past May of 2020. So my whole team is, I had never met anyone on my team. Everyone's um, not only remote in the fact that we're not face-to-face -face, but many of them operate actually most of them operate in different countries and so that's just an additional layer of hard to kind of relate and makes just casual conversation a little bit more challenging sometimes in terms of that what they have going on for them and what's important in their area right now was not the same situation for us and even with COVID, um, where each of the different areas were in their, in those um, regions journeys with COVID, that it was a, a little bit hard sometimes to connect people when you're first getting to know them. And then without having that face-to-face -face piece, it was extremely difficult and more difficult than A, I would like to admit, um, and yeah. kind of coming to terms 
over the last few months with how challenging that was. But you'd think for my generation, like I said before, I'm relatively young, that that would have been, we would have been the people that would have found that to be not that difficult because we've grown up with FaceTime and Skype and all those different social medias and things like that, that you think we're used to it, but it was honestly so difficult. I actually really struggle. I felt I was struggling to be effective at work and learn how some of those things we mentioned before, communicate effectively or drive conversation or mm-hmm. brainstorm. All of those things took a way harder hit than I would have expected. And I, even from, you know, my own happiness, I felt was being really affected up until maybe the fall. So it took a really long time, like five or six months to really kind of get my feet underneath me. And now I'm, now I, it's, it's, it's hard to say, but it's even hard to remember the days of the office now a little bit. We're going on a year now, but those, I think that there's been a lot of learnings for me <laughs> in that and kind of just settling in, but that was really, yeah, really difficult. Or that, thank you so much for sharing that. I, you know, just as you even articulated, like you've never met your team, the person. No, no, no. It's just, you know, just thinking about that as a new employee, you know, bridging the gap from school to work, even though you had the, the internships and the experiences you had, that is, I, I, I went right back to when I had my first job in the first six months, how I was, you know, trying to be that overachiever and trying to make sure I stopped by everyone's desk and said hello and all those things that built your relationships because human side, right? We're all human. Um, totally. Wow. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. and Stop. you know what? Like, I don't even have it. I don't, I, the whole time I was thinking, I don't even have it that hard because there's people on my team or students that I had come across that had never, A, had never worked kind of a corporate job, or this is their first experience with it. And then that's the most difficult, like applauds to anyone who did that because, because I thought that I had it kind of tough at the time. And then even, and I had even worked at a company before. So I even had like somewhat of a network and knew people and had friends and stuff there. And if I found it that hard, I kind of can't kind of can't imagine for some of the people who were completely fresh. So yeah, like I said, you know, I, I'm really <laughs> amazed by the people who were able to make that seamlessly, but, and it, yeah, like I said, it was hard to admit at the time, but now looking back and um, yeah, well, that was, that was we're, certainly we're always like our worst critic, right. Too. So it's like, you're, you want to, and thank you for saying that out loud for the students that are listening too. And some students are now going off to school virtually for the first time this fall. And yeah, you know, it's um. So when you think about that, um, and 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 you talk through that, and um, one of the things like the next question I like to always ask about values and skills, but I'm gonna kind of change it up a bit. Like, what could you? How like how did how would you tell someone, you know, to maybe give themselves a break or how to kind of make those connections virtually like is there any is there a tip or two that you might think about that we could share with someone who's yeah actually starting in three weeks with us maybe (laughs) yeah absolutely i think that um i might kind of answer the second part of that question around maybe how to how to kind of communicate and get to know people and things like that 
Um, actually, I think it kind of answers your original question too of values and, and things like that. Um, kind of cliche, I'll preface. However, I think this won't be something you haven't heard before, but I do think it's important, which is around building your brand and making that one that is unique. And even, I think that the reason I'm mentioning, mentioning that is I think that that's even more important now in a virtual environment because you don't have someone just walking by and saying, hey, can you do this for me? You need your name to actually come to mind without putting a name or putting a face to your name or, or something like that. So if you are the insert whatever you're best known as, if you're the person who's the Excel whiz, you need to market yourself as such so that you do get that work and that um, those opportunities with people without kind of falling into them how you sometimes would at the office or just from having been there, um, you kind of get picked for, <laughs> picked for things just for kind of, just for being around. I think that now you need, you need to be at the top of people's head for stuff like that, which I think also goes a little bit in line with standing out or not being timid is it was it's it was kind of hard even to especially if you're new um to be super out there and connect to people and speak to people and book all these coffee chats and put your hand up in a room and things like that but now I, again i think it's kind of increasingly important to take those measures yeah, to, put yourself um, out there a little bit more yeah. than you might normally. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And then, yeah. just just because you had mentioned it too, I was thinking about values. Um, and one that I think has that I've that I've needed to think about. This is kind of more about maybe values at work, but um, or school. But I think that I, in the last couple of years, and now too being full time, I've really started to think about acting strategically at work in and now as I'm actually kind of doing my goals at work <laughs> goals at work now but it's it's sort of what has made it be top of mind for me but making decisions in a goal-oriented way of thinking long-term what do I want to achieve versus taking on things either too many or too few as they come I think that in work now I've really been trying to be more conscious about the decisions that I'm making and how they contribute to what I'm overall trying to achieve or what my next step. Um, I like that, that a I'm lot because it. you're you're going from a transactional mindset to a strategic mindset, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just in the last maybe six months or so, I've been trying to make a focus on that in my own life. But that's great advice. And yeah, no, that's great advice because a, a lot of us look for that, you know, immediate. I know some of these words struggle sometimes. Like, <laughs> gratification mm -hmm. <laughs> and transactional gives you immediate gratification, right? Mm -hmm. I got this email, therefore I got to respond and get it out. I got this work task, therefore I'm going to do it right now and get it done. And some of that, like you said earlier, is important, right? Because you build your brand through what you deliver too. Totally. Um, but that next level, which you're talking about, and it's very insightful, is that strategic mindset of, okay, how could this challenge be something I want to explore further and maybe give it a little bit of legs and a bit of a conversation that goes beyond just getting it done for today. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Even like extracurriculars type of, that's what I call them at work. I'm sure it's yeah. a better name for it, but yeah, no, no, it's good. like organization or clubs and things like that, that I volunteer with. And kind of previously I had, if someone was like, do you want to join this? I would have been like, absolutely. And now I've tried to sit back and be like, okay, things I'm passionate about. Let's see if these exist, or let's see if I can get involved with this, or I'd love to be more involved with maybe women initiatives at work. Let's see, let's, and I'm trying to seek stuff like that out a little bit more strategically now, but that's just an example, but kind of oh, apply that broader. Yeah, yeah. I think that, thank you. Like that's what's cool about this conversation and what you're sharing is because it's that, you know, it's a tough thing. Cause when people come to you like, how about this? And you, you know, how about when you gotta say, well, no, I don't really. <laughs> <laughs> And that's a skill in itself because yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm sure you've had those moments where you're like, oh yeah, it sounds okay. And maybe even not. And you're like, but I think it's important to speak up and say, you know, whether it's, you know, so, cause sometimes people think they know who you are and what you might enjoy, and sometimes yeah, they know, yeah. but sometimes it's like, and I think it's helpful. Like what you're saying is you have to be vocal about what your passions and interests are and what you'd like to do. Otherwise, you Absolutely. Know, and a lot of the yeah. time people want to help you <laughs> and they're, they're asking you, Oh, so are you, you're financial, right? And, and are you financial to help set you up with people? And you could, to they're totally coming from a good place. And it's sometimes too easy to just fall into, I'll be whatever you want me to be. Please help me. Yeah. But, if you're just able, like you said, it is a skill that you have to practice, but if you're able to speak up and say, you know what, like maybe previously my roles were that, but I'm actually more interested in this and I've been trying to get over here. Is there any way you can help me with that? And 99.9% .9 of the time, people are just there to help you in general and would be happy to do so. But it is a, it is something you do have to practice for sure. Yeah. What you're articulating is we look for transferable skills. Yeah, it's hard to aid someone in that journey if you don't share like, yeah, I was that finance like, you know, guru or geek, but now I really want to go geek out over here on something else, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. I love that. I love that. Thank you. That was really insightful. You know, I, I know I, this is what I hate. It's like I could talk to my guests forever, but I want to <laughs> recognize time and yeah, um, and thinking about as we sort of start to close out our conversation. Do you have any? You've given tons of insight and advice, but is there anything you wanted to leave today's listeners with um, that, that you might want to share before we close out the show? Yeah, that's, um, I actually do kind of have something that I think goes back to um, kind of COVID and where we are now in that it is a, and if you're young and just starting out, it is a whole new world now. COVID has turned things on its head in more ways than I think we even know as of yet. Yeah. And all the rules are gone. Like things we thought were 10, 15, 20 years away have been propelled into the present with from a demand or just the need of them to come faster. Think advances in, you know, we've seen technology, medicine. So if you're just starting out in your career, don't think, you know, I might position myself here because this is however many years away, or this is the way that I see things going, or this is the way things have always been. I think right now on the most positive side of everything that's happened is that 
you have the complete ability to carve out your own path now, which is really actually kind of motivating um, that some of those previous, um, some of those previous methods are, are kind of in the past now when you're able to, you're able to um, kind of make those moves. So yeah, Yeah. I think that would be probably my best advice is like rule off. So give her. No, that's amazing. Cause it's right. Like dive in and you know, I like to use the word, like be disruptive in your own mindset, right? Mm-hmm. Go for it. Try different so, things. You don't need to be, you know, what ha- was existing five years ago or five months ago. Think about what you're passionate about. Like you said earlier, take those values, run with it. Absolutely. Well, Summer, it's totally. been so amazing catching up with you and talking. And I know it's been a couple of years since we last saw each other, but um, I just want to thank you so much for being a guest on the show. Oh, thank you so much. I loved this. I might have maybe dragged this on a little bit, I think, um, on some of my answers. I can talk forever, but I really enjoyed this and always a pleasure, um, always a pleasure doing the student stuff. Like I said, it was really important to me to, uh, to try to keep this up. So I loved it. Thank you so much again. Awesome. Thank you so much. And for the listeners, if you liked what you heard today, please you know share this podcast with your network. Continue to tune in. We're now... Uh, doing these every Thursday um, going forward. So this has been Coffee with Convery. And until next time, please stay well.